0: So here, so we're sitting, blowing air conditioner, freezing, we're playing these old, like, Star Fox, Mario Kart, all those good games. And I have an N64, so I'm generally, like, pretty good at that stuff. I can, you know, um, um, do pretty well. Um, But on this particular day, I was not doing well. I was, actually, I was really frustrated with how I was playing, because it was not good. Um, And so naturally, my, uh, my constant failure was kind of... Uh, hilarious to Jordan and Jeff, not really to me, but um, it's, I mean, now it's kind of funny. And, uh, and so um, Jeff just started kind of teasing me, joking with me me about, you know, every time you'd get to that like clutch part in the game when you'd have to, you know, do something good and I'd just like blow it. And so he just, you know, kind of started teasing me about that. And so this thought popped into my head. I thought, Because Jeff was teasing me because of how I was playing, he must think I'm pretty dumb. And then from there it went to, you know what? His teasing must be him saying, communicating to me that he really just doesn't like me or want to be around me because I'm not good at anything. I just like, I mean, I can't do this. I can't, like, what am I even good at? Seriously. Um, And so, as you can imagine, this made me pretty upset. And I was just like, well, what's his problem with me? Like, what's the big deal? Like, and then I was just angry. Couldn't, and I was just like, I can't stand this kid. And, uh, um, and, and later that night, I was still angry at Jeff, but then I, like, I was thinking about it and I couldn't figure out why. Like, I was trying to come up with a good reason, like why, like I'm mad. So I want to have a good reason why I'm mad. um, But I couldn't come up with one. And that's when God really convicted me that the problem wasn't at all what Jeff was doing. It was... Uh, that my mind was out of control. Um, Looking back at this, I'm thinking, this whole situation is ridiculous. Like, how in the world did I get from playing a video game bad to, like, Jeff is a horrible person and he doesn't like me and I hate him? Um, Maybe not that intense, but... um, It was unchecked thoughts. I basically... I never stopped in the middle of all this to think, wait a minute, is my thinking, like, actually rational? Like... Does this make sense? Which it, well, it wasn't rational. Um, were, are the conclusions that I'm drawing even close to true? No. Um, and I didn't stop to ask myself if it made sense to go from thinking he's teasing me to he must hate being around me, um, or if it made sense to think I'm not playing well today, so I must be bad at like everything I do in life. Um, we talk a lot about what we let influence our lives, um, you know, the friends we spend with, the time with, the movies we watch. Um, But one of the biggest influences on you is your mind. You're with yourself 24 hours a day, so it's kind of a constant thing, kind of a big deal. Um, And the way you choose to think is just a huge influence on your life. Um, And just like if you were to just eat complete junk food all the time, never get enough sleep, uh, or just be plain old sick, um, that would inhibit you from living your life. Uh, unhealthy thinking can drag you down, or healthy thinking can build you up. Um, I struggle with negative thinking. That's probably one of the biggest things, like, struggles for me. Um, when I've had a really bad week, I can look back and think, see, like, what were my thoughts? Like, what were my thoughts? What was I thinking about this week? And I'm like, oh, okay, that's why everything was just seemed ridiculously horrible. Um, but when my thoughts are good and constructive, I'm just so much more joyful and relaxed, at ease with myself, none of those things which I was in that story with Jeff. Um, and so I wanted to give you guys a quote um, put up on the screen here. Um, that's basically, it. it's a little cut off, but whatever. Um, I wish I could tell you who this quote was by, but I researched it and no one knows. Are you serious or are you just making that up? Okay, well, apparently it's Gandhi then. Um, It says, watch your thoughts, they become words. Watch your words, they become actions. Watch your actions, they become habits. Watch your habits, they become character. And watch your character, it becomes your destiny. Um, I think that's that's just a good picture of how your thoughts can start a chain reaction that influences just the rest of your life. Um, And I think that's why God spoke about what we think about um, several times in the Bible. And the main verse that I want to look at tonight is Philippians 4, 8 through 9. Um, We can put it up there on the screen. It says, Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Whatever you have learned or received, or heard from me, or seen in me, put it into practice, and the God of peace will be with you. This verse is um, it's a, very, it's a great guide for what we should and shouldn't be thinking about and letting our thoughts dwell on. Um, my thoughts in the story with Jeff weren't any of these things, um, which is kind of obvious. Um, and so I, I, I want to talk tonight about... Um, what, like, healthy constructive thinking is. Um, and, and the main, um, there's, there's basically two parts to it. Um, uh, we can put that up on the screen too. It's the next one. Um, a healthy thought process is when you first recognize untrue destructive thinking and then replace it with thinking that dwells on God and his truth. Um, now, there are probably an infinite number of things that we could... Think about um, thought, things that you, thoughts that you could dwell on that will just suck the life out of you. Um, but I wanted to talk about um, just a few and kind of examples of um, recognizing it and then um, rejecting the, those thoughts and replacing them. Um, so the first one I'm sure we have all gone through at some point is just the, the feeling that God doesn't care about me. Um, about two years ago, um, one of my soccer teammates, Lane, uh, killed himself, and after that happened, um, I just remember lying in bed and thinking, how in the world could God care about me or anyone that he knew, his family, um, why put everyone through so much pain? Um, it just didn't make sense, um. And I think that the the why question, the why why let all these bad why let bad things happen, is one of the biggest questions that people will ask in relation to God. Um, and as far as kind of sort of an answer for that, um, I want to quote Billy Graham um, when he was speaking to families of people killed in the Oklahoma City bombing. He said this to answer the question, why does God allow suffering? He said, I don't know. And then he followed it with, times like this will do one of two things. They will either make us hard and bitter and angry at God, or they will make us tender and open and help us reach out in trust and faith. I pray that you will not let bitterness and poison creep into your souls, but you will turn in faith and trust in God, even if we cannot understand. It is better to face something like this with God than without him. You know, I don't really fully understand why God lets different bad things happen, um, but I know that he cares. And so um, when we're, we're feeling like God doesn't care and those thoughts are coming into our mind, um, when we recognize that, um, we can replace it with the truth that God does care. And how do we know he cares? Um, 1 Peter 5, 7 says, cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Um, the Bible clearly says that he cares. Um, and it, if you need proof of his um, care for us, I'd say that the best the best way that God has demonstrated his care for us is the cross. Um, our sins destined us for hell, um, and he suffered through it for us. Um, he took the punishment for our sins so that we wouldn't have to. Um, by, by trusting in him for salvation. Um, and when we do that, we can be completely forgiven. And I can't think of any bigger way to demonstrate your care um, for people than that. Um, another one that we probably feel a lot is, I don't feel forgiven. Um, do you ever just, you know, you, you maybe you've messed up and you, you know, confess your sins to God and, you know, you know you're wrong, but you just still feel guilty. I know that happens to me. And it's just like, you know, you're like, okay, I know I'm forgiven. Um, you know, I, I can trust God, but I, I just, I don't, I feel guilty. I don't feel forgiven. Um, well, once you recognize, you know, okay, this is what, I'm not, I'm, I'm not feeling forgiven. Um, you can replace it, uh, that thought, with Colossians 1, 13 through 14. Um, and this is talking about people who've trusted Christ for forgiveness. Um, he says, For God has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of the Son he loves, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. Um, and so when, when, um, when we're thinking, you know, I just I don't feel forgiven, um, just think, you can, you can recite this verse in your mind um, and, and just take that promise that, um, that God has forgiven you. Um, another one I'm sure most of us have felt Several times is just the feeling that I'm worthless. Um, For us seniors, uh, you know, we've been applying to colleges and stuff. Um, Many of us didn't get into where we wanted to get into. Um, I wanted to get into the film school at FSU, uh, didn't get in. And, you know, you you, kind of get that rejection letter, and it's just like, I wasn't good enough for them. You know, am am I good enough, really? Like, what, you know, and you just feel worthless. Um, maybe you um, really wanted to to get out there and share the gospel with your friend, and you just, your, your fear held you back, and you couldn't do that, and you just feel, you know, like, you just feel worthless about that. You know, I can't do that. Um, maybe you're just not who you want to be, you know. Um, you don't like your personality um, or something about you, and you just feel worthless. Um, well... The truth, that's the lie. The truth is that God made us so we're valuable. Um, Because we um, were made by someone so holy and so valuable, we are valuable. We're made in his image. Um, Psalm 139.14 says, I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. And so our worth isn't even based at all on us. It's based on God because he made us, and he said um, that he made us well. Um, another thought that can, that can really drag you down, um, a lot of different types of worry. Have you ever just, like, you've seen someone go through a tragedy and you think, I don't know how I could ever handle that happening to me. Um, and you just, you know, sometimes, like, I know I'll, like, worry, well, what if that did happen to me? Like, how, like, that would just be horrible. That would ruin my life. Um, maybe it's the death of someone close. Um, like Lane, Uh, maybe it's um, divorce, maybe an injury or illness, something that would just keep you out of uh, sports um, for a while. Maybe it's that you would lose some of your friends Um, if someone moved away, you got in a big fight or something. uh, Maybe you just kind of start to not get along. You're just kind of different people, um, different interests. Um, But the truth is in Romans 8.28... Um That God is in control um, of our lives and what happens and is working for our good, it says, and we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love Him, who have been called according to His purpose, no matter what happens god 's on our side, and if god 's on our side, who can be against us? Um, you know like there's there 's no one stronger, more powerful than him second um, Corinthians twelve nine through ten says... Uh, "'But he said to me, "'My grace is sufficient for you, "'for my power is made perfect in weakness. "'Therefore I will boast all the more gladly "'about my weaknesses, "'so that Christ's power may rest in me. "'That is why, for Christ's sake, "'I delight in weaknesses, in insults, "'in hardships, in persecutions, in difficulties. "'For when I am weak, then I am strong. "'There is no struggle or tragedy "'that is too big for God to get you through.' Um, too big for him to um, use to help you grow um, and and that 's what he really does um, through through hardship is is help you grow um, now you 've probably um, seen kind of the pattern like I, I talked about earlier um, when we we 're getting these these uh, different thoughts that are just just really not healthy, not helping us out um, you recognize. Um, what they are, and then reject and replace them. But what if you don't know, like, what the truth really is? Um, You think, well, this, you know, this doesn't seem good, like, this isn't really helping me any, but what's, like, what's the truth that I'm not thinking about here? Um, Well, scripture is always truth. Um, I'd say that's the best place to go. Um, And which is why memorization is really important. Um... Whether you you know you don't have to have stuff like memorized word for word, but just the general idea. I know one of the biggest ones for me um, is Philippians four six. When I'm anxious, if I think about this, it says, "Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus." And so when I'm like, "Oh man, I'm anxious," you know, I don't know, you know, what's going to happen um i can i can think about this verse and be like okay god you know i'm anxious um but you've promised me your peace and um you know i'm asking for it um now i'm not going to try to convince you that um that thinking like constructively and having and c- kind of controlling your thoughts is easy it's actually impossible um you can't do it you need the, the holy spirit's power um Without him, you may um, you know you may do pretty well for a while, um, but eventually, um, to have like growth over time, like in this whole area, you need the Holy Spirit, and I can attest to that because I've tried and it doesn't work. Um, uh, Romans three twenty three says that for all of sin and fall short of the glory of God, we're all sinful, and so uh, thinking in a, a really healthy and um, constructive way isn't a natural thing for our flesh to do. Um, John fifteen five through 8 uh, Jesus says, I am the vine, you are the branches. If a man remains in me and I in him, he will bear much fruit. Apart from me you can do nothing. If anyone does not remain in me, he is like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up, thrown into the fire, and burned. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be given to you. This is to my Father's glory, that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. We need strength to um, to, to control our thoughts, and God is the only source of that strength. Um, so to have the Spirit's power, um, you have to have him inside of you. So a question you would want to ask yourself is, do I have the spirit inside of me? Um, that's kind of important if you need his power. Um, to have the spirit, you have to receive him. And the way that all works um, is, uh, like I said in Romans 3.23 before, we're, we're all sinful. We've all done things, basically, that God said not to do. Um, and Isaiah 59.2 says, um, but the trouble is that your sins have cut you off from God. Basically, our sin separates us Um, from God and his spirit. Um, We're we're not um, uh, joined together. Um, And Romans 6.23 says, for the wages of sin is death. Um, Basically, we deserve to go to hell for what we've done. Um, But Christ is the solution. Um, He took the punishment that we deserve onto himself. Um, Romans 5.8 says, but God showed his love for us um, by sending Christ to die for us while we were still sinners. Um, And then, John 14, 6 says, uh, Jesus is talking and he says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Um, Only through trusting Christ to save us because of what he's done um, can we be forgiven and have the Spirit. And so all you have to do is ask Christ to come into your life. Thank you. uh, Trust him um, for for, um, the payment that he made for your sins. Um, and that he uh, will forgive you and ask God to send his spirit inside of you. And it's just an invitation. Um, John one twelve says, To all who received him, he gave the right to become children of God. All they had to do was trust or believe in um, him to save them. And so if you want Him, all you have to do is tell them. Um, and I want to give everyone an opportunity to do that now just in case you haven't. Um, so if everyone would just bow your head and close your eyes. Um, I'm just going to say a prayer uh, that you can pray if, you'd, if, if what I've just talked about if you'd like to trust Christ and receive his gift of forgiveness and his spirit um, and it's just kind of an example prayer of, of, of what you might tell God if, if that's where your heart is and what you want to do um, and you can just pray silently um, along with me uh, so it goes like this Jesus I need you Thank you for dying on the cross in my place for my sins. I believe in you and I open the door of my life and receive you as my Savior and Lord. Thank you for forgiving me of my sins and giving me eternal life. Take control of my life and make me the kind of person you want me to be. Amen. Um, If you prayed along with me and... um, and, and that was really the desire of your heart um, was what was in that prayer. Um, so you trusted Christ for your forgiveness and asked him to come inside of you. Um, you probably have questions about it. Um, and so I just asked you to come talk to me later tonight. Um, if a friend invited you to come here, talk to them about it um, if you did that. So if you've asked the spirit to come inside of you, he's inside of you um, and can uh, give you strength um, with your thoughts. Um, and the last thing I wanted to do tonight um, is, in light of what we've talked about, um, go back to my story with Jeff and look at, well, how could things have been differently had um, had I been recognizing um, my destructive thoughts and then rejecting and replacing them with truth? Um, so first of all, if I had stopped and just stepped outside of the situation and looked at it, um, I would have realized, number one, We tease each other all the time. That's just what we do. You know, it's fun. Um, We joke around. I tease my friends sometimes, and that doesn't mean that I don't like them, that I think they're dumb. You know, um, that's just, like, something that we do. And so why would Jeff's teasing mean anything different? Um, I thought I was bad at everything, that I was worthless. Um, And like the verse that we looked at earlier, Psalm 139.14 says, I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. I'm not worthless because God made me. Um, I also began to get very anxious. Um, I was not thinking about Philippians 4, 6, which says do not be anxious about anything, um, but but pray to God. Um, and um, the reason um, I think that God told us to pray when we're anxious is because if we're praying to him, our minds are taken off of our situation and what we're worrying about and put on him, which is always a good place to be if your mind is thinking about God and just his glory and his power. Um, and so I could have um, trusted, had God's peace if I had just stopped and prayed, you know what, God, this is really stressing me out. Um, just please um, um, get rid of this anxiety inside of me. Um, Watching and adjusting your thoughts is definitely a crucial part of our growth. Um, I know I'm still learning, but I've definitely um, seen growth in myself with the amount um, of, of thought times that I've I've um, changed my thoughts and been able to, to think about truth. Um, and so I'll end with uh, the quote that apparently comes from Gandhi: uh, "Watch your thoughts; they become words." Watch your words, they become actions. Watch your actions, they become habits. Watch your habits, they become character. Watch your character, it becomes your destiny.